0: Hey there, thanks for checking out this season of Everybody's Got Something. I hope you're enjoying our new episode so far. And this one is a slam dunk. Do you ever wonder what ingredients it takes to raise a superstar? How about what it takes to raise someone like Kevin Durant? He just helped his team, the Golden State Warriors, beat the Cavs in five games of the NBA Finals. As decorated of an athlete as he is, he calls his mom the real MVP. And after talking with her, I can see why. Wanda Durant has an amazing, inspirational message that I think everyone will find helpful, no matter what kind of something you're dealing with. Mama Durant came to GMA after the big game to talk about the moment she saw her son Kevin win. And I am so thankful we're getting a chance to keep the conversation going. And you are about to hear why. It's game time.
1: Feel it in your heart. Feel it in your soul. Everybody's got a little something. Something that makes them feel
0: gold. I am so happy to be sitting across from Mama Durant. Yes. Wanda Durant. We had you on. Good morning, America. Yes. And I said right then, I'm like, oh. Got to have her back. Thank you so much. There's got to be more.
1: It's been a whirlwind um, since the uh, finals. Actually, since the MVP speech, Mm -hmm. it's kind of opened up some great opportunities for me due to some of the things that I want to do. And then winning the championship, that kind of opened more doors for me. So I've been kind of moving around about the country since then, and I'm a little tired, but... I'm enjoying it all. Yes. Well, thank you for making time for us here on this little
0: podcast. Everybody's got something because you have you've gone through something and you have something to give. Yes. yes. So remind people again who were not listening when we were on Good Morning America, Mm -hmm. the way you described that moment (laughs) when your son and the Golden State Warriors in Game 5
1: took down the Cavaliers. It was fulfilling. It was rewarding, exciting, um, and overwhelming too, um, because he and our family have worked for 20 years for this point. Um, he loves the game of basketball so much and he pours so much of himself into it, his heart and his soul and his spirit. And for him to win, and especially after such negative, uh, uh, publicity because he left Oklahoma, It was, it was quite fulfilling for him and for our family, and so I was excited for him.
0: I know, and I I don't, I don't really want to get into that controversy. Exactly. You know, because people were felt, uh, you know, like they, uh, Golden State had done really well the year before, though they lost to the Cavs. And then your son joins the team. They're like, "Oh, see there? Now, yes. of course they're going to win. They still had to go they out there. They had to work hard. They
1: had to work hard. They had to work hard. And 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 just one of the things he said, and I and I really admired him for that. And he they there was a question posed to him about joining the bandwagon. He said, "All you have to do is look at my year. Um, I didn't sit back in and allow these guys to carry me to this point. I gave what they needed." from me and I gave it with everything I had Mm -hmm. Uh, and so this was a result of it we all worked hard and I did my part and so I said exactly son that's exactly what happened and so but then when you think about it um I, I was uh, uh, walking in the New York City and this young man come up to me and, and he said that he was happy for Kevin and an analogy that he gave. He said, sometimes you're in a relationship and it's not bad people. It's just that we don't work together all the time and mm. we get to a point where we have to make a decision. And he said, and that's what he did. And I said, wow. Yeah. I said, but then look at. He said, then you're, and then he said, you're in a relationship with a young lady and it doesn't work and, and you decide to part ways and the next relationship you're in, you get married. Oh, that's a that's a great analogy. And that one, I, right, I didn't think right, about it that right. way. And then you both go off and do wonderful things. Right. And, and like Russ. Russ, I mean, taking home the MVP, MVP. title. Yes. He, he had I got us. chills just thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. You were there last night. Yes, I that was night. there last <laughs> night. Um, I felt it important for me to be there because it was the first um, annual award for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA has been so kind to my son and our family. And so, of course, I wanted to support something new um and also to represent my son. But he had a storied year. I mean, he's yes. down in history as the triple double king now. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't been a f- that that feat hasn't been um won since Oscar Robinson. That's right. And so of course they've done well apart. Um both of them. And so I'm very proud of, of Kevin, of course, and, and Russ, too. And I love him. He's like one of my sons. I'm old enough to be his mom, you know, so <laughs> i want the best. So I'm glad it worked out for both of them. It, yes. it was wonderful to yes. see
0: you there supporting him uh, Thank you. As, Thank as you, you did. And yes. it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, the moment when your son and the Warriors won, yes. uh, there, there's certain moments that I remember. Uh, you <laughs> pulling on his goatee you 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 pulling out and just the joy yeah and you know you kept hitting him like you, know, like you know because you were going back to he was eight years old
1: yes and yes. he said
0: he was going to do this yes and it took yes. 20 years it
1: took 20 years yes so it must have yes. been just that that moment of oh, we it, did it we did it it was and i i know um It was just a lot on him, Mm -hmm. Um, and and he really doesn't talk about the pressure. And sometimes he doesn't talk about it to me, but because I'm his mom, I can see it. And so I wanted him to know that I saw him. Um, I think I'm his biggest fan and biggest supporter, and I wanted him to know that I see you, son. Despite everything, I see you. Um, not just as a champion or the MVP, but I see you as a man and I admire you and I honor you and I look up to you and I wanted him to get it in that moment. Yes,
0: And, and he credits you, Mama Durant. Wow. He gives you, I mean, we all remember that speech a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. Um, when he said you're the real MVP, yes, and yes. he broke down talking about you, yes. and what you sacrificed for him and your son Tony, his yes. brother, yes, and and all that. When he's when you heard him say that, take us back to that it was what 2014, 2014,
1: yeah, 2014, yes. and and he said those things to you yes. and the world yes he did and and as he was leading up to that and and he was talking about the things that I thought he had forgotten mm. um our first place i didn't know that that meant so much to him as a kid um he thought about how I raised him because I was a tough mom. I, I required no, so much. No, you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think I was a little psychotic, but <laughs> I just required so much from them. I I, I never wanted them to have the, the notion of giving up or that they couldn't succeed or they couldn't at least try. And so I, I demanded so much from them. But at that moment, as he was talking about me, I was thinking he finally understood why I was who I was with him. And then when he called me the real MVP, I just lost it I just couldn't contain it and I said he understands me as a mom he got it Um, and it meant so much to me that that the foundation that I tried to lay a still in him mm-hmm. he kind of built on it and he used some of what I tried to give him as a part of his own foundation and that means so much to a parent Wanda, I'm so glad
0: you said that because they're mamas that are listening to us right now. And they're thinking, is my child listening to
1: me? (laughs) They're listening. Yes. Yes. They're listening. Yes. You don't think so. They're listening. But they are. Yes. And more importantly, they're watching. Mm. And so he attributes his hard work to the hard work that I displayed in getting up in the middle of the night and going to work and Um, doing hair in my kitchen, trying to make ends meet, and always giving and always giving to my family and our community because we we have very humble beginnings. And it was important that I continue the legacy of my mother and grandmother in giving. Um, And so they saw that in me. But it was just a way of life for me. I wasn't trying to... um, um, just be an example, I didn't think of it that way. I was just living mm. the best I knew how to live at the time. Yes. yes.
0: Yes. And and you said you knew that you couldn't quit because you wouldn't be quitting on yourself.
1: Yes. You'd I was quitting your kids. Yes. There were there were several times. And then I and it's hurtful when I think about it because um I had made the decision to quit. Did you? I, I mm. several times. Yeah. Oof, I made the decision to quit. And in moments, I, I remember one moment, um, and it, it was in the movie, and it's really heartbreaking for me to talk about because Tony was such a young person. And um, I had a knife, and I was just ready to end it. I was right, And he walked in. Your son Tony walked in. You he were walk- going to
0: take your life?
1: Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, Wanda. I oh. know. I'm so grateful that I didn't.
0: And what 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 had led to that point that you thought that was the only it was just oh. too
1: much it was a lot it was hard it was difficult i didn't think i was doing enough i didn't think i was worthy of it and um my son he was a he was a young boy and what hurts me so much is that i put that on him mm-hmm. and at that moment, and he and I have talked about it since, and I tried to apologize to him. And he said, Mom, you owe me no apologies for nothing. He said, um, and, he, and, and he was he was a little boy. Oh. And he at that point, he took on um, Kevin and I and me as a responsibility. And I felt that was so unfair to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, Mom, you were the best mom ever. And whatever I needed to do for you and Kevin didn't matter. And so that's what's hurtful. But there were times, yeah, there were. Oh. And then I, 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 and and after that, I I couldn't quit on on either one of them. But I thought about that moment and what would have what would it have done to them, yeah. um, if I let go. And so I just couldn't do it.
0: I'm so glad that you that Tony was there.
1: I am too. I'm so grateful. And
0: I'm I'm glad that a higher being was there too. Yes. And I know your faith. Yes. is equally important and yes. has been there and it has been part of that foundation.
1: I, I you know, I as a young as a teenage mother, um sometimes, you know, that, that's a stigma and no one wants to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Um and I often said that I'm grateful because my son um mm-hmm. saved my life mm-hmm. as, as a young girl. Mm-hmm. Um because I didn't always feel this confident and aware of who I was and the power that I hold as a woman. I didn't know that. And, and the birth of my son at age 18, he gave me something else to look at versus looking at what I didn't have. Um, I looked at him and his possibilities. and So I've always been grateful, even though I disappointed my mom and I disappointed uh, the women in my family. So and why my, do you say you just, you disappointed them? Because as 18, you, you know, being a teenage mother, no one wants that. Um, and I know that wasn't the dream that my mom had for me. Right. And, and it wasn't a dream that I had for myself, but to, the reality of it is I really didn't have a dream. And so yeah, um, I was focusing on what I wasn't and who I wasn't and um, my dysfunctions and was I good enough, what I'm going to do in the world. And so my son gave me something to focus on other than that. And so I'm grateful. And then came my second son. Um, and things didn't work out for me. Um, their dad and me, which we tried. Um, the things that happened in our marriage happened, but he tried. And um, I've learned to not look at the the worst of a person to judge them, but look at the best in their potential, um, because I want the same um, fortitude and freedom and the same opportunity. I think we all want to be who we are, and we all want to be accepted for that. And so he and I have moved on, and mm-hmm. and so I just look at that time, Uh, That I I needed all that in my life. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. It was put in your path. It worked out. Yes, and and
0: and that's why we called. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got. Now my mama used to say that to me, Wanda, all the time, because I would be woe is me, you know, about this, that, or the other, and she would just sweetly, not you know, (laughs) just sweetly go like, "Oh, honey," and it's like that's not what you just described is. Is is it, it could be seen as tragic, mm-hmm. but would have been really tragic if you had not learned from that. Exactly, made yourself and your family better, and now you're at a point that you want to share that. Exactly, you want to share that lesson that you yes. learned yes. to help anybody through whatever. There's something. Yes, wh- whatever there's something yes. is.
1: Yes, and, and I I've learned. Um, that because of our imperfections, we're all even. Mm. We're mm. all even and we're all different. And we all need to be celebrated. And so I'm learning to do that every day um, because being celebrated feels good. Mm. It does. And, and and I like the feeling. And so I, I want others to have it as well.
0: Yeah. And yeah. and, and it, you know what? You would be saying this and feeling this even if your son, Kevin Durant, were not the MVP. Yes. Not, you know, um, I mean, because I know some people might say, "Well, of course you feel good. Your <laughs> exactly. son is in; he's making a lot of money." And you but but that that's that's I mean, you're proud of that and right, you should celebrate that. Yes. But that's not at the core it's of not. what brings you uh, this Happiness. When did you know that he had it? That he had what it what it took to go on to the NBA?
1: Well, I, I, um, I didn't really know he had it as we re- with regards to the NBA. I knew he had it as a person cuz I'm his mm, mama, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the NBA, my son played. And he played at a high level at every stage that he was at. And I heard from the community, the guys around the neighborhood and at the AAU games that he could be an NBA player. And I heard it early on about 12 or 13 years old. Um and I think his coach because I would I would be excited to hear that. And he said, But well, he has to continue to work. Um and so we had decided as a as a group as a pair, he and I, um, because he poured so much of his life into Kevin in his success and his career, that we wouldn't focus on that. And so I said, Okay, that's a good idea and so I just focused on the stage where he was. When he was A U eleven, I focused there. Um and as things went on, I focused there. But when I really knew that he could be an NBA player was his freshman year in college. Mm. Um, he had such a great year. Um, and hook, was, him hook him hook horns! Hook him horns! Yes, yes. Yeah, UT. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Coach Barnes and Coach Freeman, uh they were exceptional in the, the staff there. They just loved him, and they really kind of um, built him up on that level. They really uh, solidified who he was at that level. But that's when I realized, when I saw him playing i believe it was osu okay um it was a three-time overtime game Mm. and he was fighting he they lost the game but he was fighting and i said wow Wow. he could do this and so when he got drafted and i was like yeah he could do this and i was like okay this is my son and he said to me mom this is not easy this is hard people
0: think it is
1: no it's not he he said this is it was hard it mm-hmm. was hard work and he had to continue he said that's when he really realized that he had to continue to work just as hard to stay there as right. he did to get there exactly yes. yes
0: and sometimes it's harder to stay there
1: yes. than it is yes. than it is to get there yeah so I'm grateful that he realized um how hard he had to work yeah
0: now how as a parent do you know you know because sometimes People can feel like a parent is is pushing their child too much. Yes. So, how did you balance between um, putting on too much too much demand on him mm-hmm. and what you wanted for him when he? Because when he came to you at eight years old and you said, "Uh, you know, think about something else," and he came back and mm-hmm. and once he said, "No, I want to be a pro ball player," and mm-hmm. he said that at eight years old, you're like, "Okay, it's on." So when the coach said, "You know, twenty five yes. push ups," yes. you're like, "Give me two hundred and fifty push ups." Yes. Yes. So how do you know when is it's too much to push a child and when it's a difference between that and encouraging them in a positive way?
1: He came to me and said, "This is what he wanted," mm-hmm. um, and and the conversation that he and I had around that. And and when I said, are you sure? And I saw the look in his eyes as a boy that he wanted it. And he never stopped. I I knew as a parent, and and one of the things, and that kind of leads me into being engaged with your child, um, because I knew he wanted it. And I knew there were times when he was frustrated and I needed to push him uh, past that. It was never my dream for him to be an NBA player. That wasn't my dream. Mm -hmm. My dream for him was to be a successful man. Um, and be assured in who he was as a man. That was my dream as a mom. And he decided on basketball, and I knew that. And so when he got frustrated or he got tired or discouraged, I could see that in his eyes because I was engaged, and I had to push him through that. Otherwise, he would always quit in life if I didn't do that. And so that's what it was about for me. So...
0: One thing when I was talking with you on Good Morning America that really resonated with our audience is when you said, as a parent, you must be present. Yes. It's kind of what you're saying right now. Yes, yes. And that you said they didn't ask to be brought into this world. Exactly. And that you accepted, like, you know what? This is not the plan I had for myself at 18 years old and then a little bit old. But you know what? I
1: am the mother. Yes. And I don't want to be their best friend. I want to be their mama. Yes, that's right. Because my mom is still my mom to this day. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was important that... Um, I not be their friend. I, I, I st- that's I, okay. Thank right. you. And and I tell them now, you know, I'm going to always be your mom. And as you get older, you gonna, we're going to share some life experiences. But the responsibility of your mother is still the same. Um, I, I have to step back a bit. But I'm the mom. And, and I felt that God had given me certain requirements and responsibilities as a mother. And I had to honor him. In, in the role that he had given me. And so I wasn't going to be their friend, but I was a cool mom. I still. know,
0: You're still a cool mom. You're a really
1: cool mom now, but you remind me of my mama
0: right now because she was like, I don't want to be your friend. Exactly. I want, and I'm your mama, but you know, the beauty of it. She did become my best friend. Exactly. She
1: did become my exactly. best friend as I got older. Exa- and that's how I feel about my mom. My mom is uh 74 Mm. now and she's a little under the weather but i'm sorry um she and i have conversations and she still gives me advice (laughs) and i realized with she and i as i got older i began to share some of the life experiences that she shared so we have a a sisterhood bond too Mm -hmm. and i'm starting to learn my mom as barbara instead Uh, of just mom and aren't you learning about wanda exactly aren't you because you said
0: and you're very much like my mom wanda mm-hmm. i had to and we were we were yeah before we went on the air i was talking about this saying um i'm the youngest of four children mm-hmm. we're four eight and twelve years apart yes. my oldest brother he's 12 years older than i am mm-hmm. i remember going off to southeastern louisiana university line up line up that's mm-hmm. our little model okay. line up i was at southeastern playing ball doing all right and my mama had put her aspirations, her dreams on hold for yes. her children. Mm-hmm. Now she didn't have cookies waiting for us. She wasn't, I mean, she, was, <laughs> she was all right, but she wasn't, I wasn't that I'm not going to build her up like that, but she was there. She was present much yes. like you were. And I remember she said she was in her bathtub and she looked to the heavens and she said, Lord, I know there's something you want for me to do. I know it is now my turn to do. And so use me for good. And then it's like, bam, as soon as she put it out to the universe, she was on the state board of education in Mississippi, which became the the first black woman to be the president of that. Um, the federal reserve bank, it goes on and on the Coliseum commission, which she became the chairperson for. And I look at you and I know now, as you put it as Wanda time, Yes. that you've raised two responsible young men and now, but you have to, during that time, you had to know a little bit about yourself to be able. You can't lose yourself completely in your children. You got to give and be present, but don't you have to kind of know who you are too at the same time to be able to have
1: this moment? Yes, you do. Um, and as we were talking before we uh, came on air, and you were sharing that, it, it really warmed my heart because the same thing that happened to me. Mm. Um, um, I I was sitting in my den uh, across from my sliding glass mirror doors, and. An overwhelming desire came to know what was there for Wanda. I, I I had worked with my sons early on in their careers, and they were kind of growing a little tired of me always being present. And I just began to weep and asking, Lord, what is it? I know you have more for me than this. I've done things that I never thought I would be able to do, and traveling and meeting celebrities and um, being on the stage with my son. But what is it for Wanda? And shortly thereafter, about six months later, my sons uh, came to me and said that they wanted me to enjoy my life. And they had to tell me three times before I understood exactly what they meant. And they wanted to explore their lives on their own terms um, without so much of my input on a daily basis. And I took it personally. And I felt, what did I do wrong? They don't want me. They don't love me. And I went into depression mm. um, for a while. And then I began to realize, uh, with my mom's help, and, and with God's uh, positioning, that they were in the right place. It was I was I was uh, uh, off synergy. I, I needed to be focused on me. And I began to mount up. And God began to open doors for me and opportunities that I never dreamt possible for my life. And so now I, I know how your mom felt. Yeah. Yeah. And so now my sons are <laughs> looking for me.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> they're like, where's mama? mama? Where are you? I know. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes,
1: what yes. is it that you
0: want to do? I know that you want to help other young parents and helping them navigate yes. these treacherous waters that can be.
1: That's I, young parents, and because I know the things that I struggled with as a young parent. Um, even though my son uh, celebrates me at this moment, there was so much that I didn't do right. Um, I wish I would have had a me in my life to kind of help me mm. through. Not sure I might have listened to everything. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> keep it real. All right, all <laughs> but, right. But the, just having somebody. So I want them to realize that as a parent, you can... You, you can Create a fulfilling life for your children and for yourself. I, I I ask mothers to take five minutes for themselves to kind of journal some things about them, the good, bad and the indifferent. And after a while, when they go off on their own, they'll begin to realize who they were. Be- and I didn't know that I didn't do any of that. And so when my sons decided that they wanted to go into their life, it was a struggle for me to find out who I was. I-, I didn't know my favorite color was Kelly Green until I was in my 40s.
0: <laughs> really? I didn't
1: know. I knew everything mm. about them, but I didn't know much about myself. And so uh-huh. I encouraged them to do that. And then with parents, I want them to know you have to really accept the responsibility and the role of a parent and what that means, and and that you have to uh, realize that it's your responsibility to um, encourage, to create a foundation so your children will be successful adults. To teach them to love themselves, to value themselves, that they're going to have opposition through life, to not quit, to know when to say yes, to when no, when to say no. Um, and you have to be engaged to do that. And so I I think there are blueprints that we can follow as parents that will uh, aid in a successful society. And that's what I want to do. Your, yes. kids,
0: your kids will give you clues on what yes. they're good at and what they exactly. want to do. They'll
1: give you clues if you're, if you're watching. If you're watching. If you're watching. Yes, if you're watching. I, I knew that um, uh, Kevin was very athletic. Um, he's intelligent. He's wise. He's he's witty, he's smart. I knew those things about him, so I wanted to uh um, encourage those things and have him in activities that would promote those fine qualities in him. My older son Tony, he's uh he's an intellectual type, type very bright mm-hmm. young man but humorous. Um he loves writing. Um he loved English, and so I wanted to I wanted to instill those things in him and I wanted him to be confident in all those things and some of the qualities that that are that they have aren't really popular in areas that we came from. And so I still wanted them to be assured of who they
0: were. And you're proud of them both equally. Yes, yes. And and this is very important because I'm the youngest of four. I have one sister, the one who saved my life, who was my bone marrow donor, who, yes. who provided oh, me with wow. life, was was wonderful. Also, happens to be on television, and an older brother and, and another sister. Mm-hmm. And so, when when someone just say to, to my mom, they say, "Oh, um, I'm very proud of your daughter." She'd go, "Which one?" Exactly. Like don't, like, don't just assume because exactly. like I've got four children. It's, yes. And you know, so how when when one child is getting uh, more recognition for whatever reason mm-hmm. than another than one of your other children. How how do uh, I, because I know some parents are are sometimes concerned that one child is getting too much attention and you're giving love to them both. Yes, but how do you help that child know that they're every bit as important
1: as their MVP sibling? Because I always when I when I talk about parenting, um, I, I parented two young men, and and, and so I always include him. And and the contribution that he gave to Kevin and to our family. And it's important mm-hmm. that he knows that I appreciate him. And then Kevin uh, said, even though they're two and a half years apart, Kevin said that my brother raised me. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've always... Uh, I kept him close with this. And and one of the things he said to me early on, he said, "Mom, I'm happy for my brother. I love my brother." Yeah. And he said, but he said, "And I know I'm successful in what I'm doing." He said, "And I'm okay with that." I, he said, "Our lives have taken t- different paths, but I'm I'm okay." He said, "I'm a man mm. and I'm confident in who I am." And when he says that, that's what a parent wants, you know? When Kevin says, um, I'm I did this because this, I made these decisions because I wanted it and, and I thought it was best for me. That's what we want as parents. And everything else is secondary, in my opinion. It There's, really
0: is. It is secondary because um, <laughs> you keep – these little things you keep saying make me think of my mom and the things that – <laughs> how she raised us and the things that, that she said. And that's what only – that's what mattered to her at the end of the day. At
1: the end of the day.
0: And it was for us, as you said earlier, to be uh, responsible. Just a responsible young, you said you, you're yes. responsible young man. That's what my mom wanted for her children, just yes. to be responsible human beings yes. and to um, our, fa- our family model. Uh, we're family. We uh, may not have it all together, but together we have no, it all. That's you know, right. that's, that's true. Right. Like, that's we're not right. trying to say that's that we, right. we got all the right answers, and that, but together we have it all. But there's something I remember hearing you saying during the, the difficult times. You said not having enough, but making it enough not having enough. Yes. but making it enough. And yes. people need to know that wherever they are exactly. in their journey, whatever it is, make
1: it enough for you at that point. Yes, and you I I don't I got that from my from the examples of the women in my family. Um I, we didn't know uh that we didn't have a lot. We didn't mm. know that. But I turned out okay. With uh, yeah. You know, with my dysfunctions and the things that I need to improve on, I was okay. And so you just have to make it enough. We just you just have to because this imperative for your thought processes because if you, you're always striving and searching for something outside of yourself, you're never gonna be happy. Um, we we had a wonderful life. I, I remember someone saying, Oh now that you now you all can live life now and I said, Live what? life well, we've always lived life. Thank you. We've always had one another. We've had good times. We we cried and we laughed and we celebrated and um we mourned, but we it was our lives together. Mm. And so this is just a part of our journey, but we've always had a good life. I've always looked at it like that. I, I've learned even through the times when I cried, even when I, I wanted to quit, um, we were together and we just had the life that we had. Yeah, it was just
0: my, my you know, my mother. My mother was dirt poor. Growing yes, up. I mean dirt poor. Yes, but she didn't know it. We did. She didn't exactly. know it. She, she looked. She said they just, they just did not. It was no.
1: The thing, because I think the things that we're graded on with this whole scheme of life is how we treat others how we yes. love one another how we care for one another those are the things that are important mm-hmm. and that's what i was raised on that's, that was the foundation that my mom instilled in me um are you kind to people are and sometimes i'm not but i try to be um sometimes i'm tough and i try to be softer but those are the th- that's my foundation um um are you giving to others are you um are you allowing people to be happy in who they are. Are you judging people? Are you down on people all the mm-hmm. time? And and I and I was a I was always quite harsh. I was harsh with myself, and then I had to realize um, I, I found myself on a soapbox by myself, and mm-hmm. I didn't like it mm-hmm. because I was too judgmental. And I said, this is not a happy life. And then I realized everyone wants to be free to be who they are. So so do I. Cause everybody doesn't love Wanda, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I know, how what? dare they? How dare they? I, but I realize, What's not I, the love about exactly. Mama Durant. But then I realized we all want, we all yeah. just want to be loved in this world, right?
0: Uh, loved,
1: accepted, and respected. Exactly, those three. That's it, and yeah. we all want it. Mm-hmm. And how dare? And I, I, I posted something recently. And I said, you know, we judge others at their worst. And I'm not sure where I got this from, so I don't take credit for it. Um, we judge others at their worst, but we judge ourselves at our best.
0: Hmm. Preach. That's right.
1: And it just and we do. We do.
0: We look at others so much differently than ourselves and we judge them at their worst, but oh, look at
1: me. Exactly. Look at me. No. And no. so it's like there's mm-hmm. an imbalance there. And I and I and when I posted it, I said, "Oh, wow." And I said I had to admit I do that. And so I'm trying to create more of a balance in my life and and to to kind of go back to something you said about. Well, of course you can do all this cuz you all have all this money. First of all, I must say, my son was drafted, <laughs> not me. Um, He's got the money. <laughs> right. He signed an endorsement with Nike, not me. And I remember years ago watching the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm-hmm. And Oprah said that, and that was my attitude. Oh, you got it all together, and I dare you. And that I, was your judging day. That that's was when you were judging right, day. Right, right, When you were judging and I, people. And I realized later in life that she was right. It's about the things of the heart that matters. It's about being grateful and showing gratitude. Um, and and the other stuff it it comes. That's the bubble mm-hmm. I call mm-hmm. it. it. Are we going to chase the dream or are we going to chase the bubble? Ah, right? that's it. I, and, and the bubble gonna it's gonna come. Sure, But it you is. have to stay focused on the dream. And now mm-hmm. the dream for me is to empower. Young women, children, single moms to be the best that they can be um, and be OK with who they are, because I'm OK with Wanda today. Yeah. And So I- I'm just free to live. I've taken the glass ceiling off of my life. I've come out of the paradigm and I'm just Wanda. And if you love me, you love me. And if you don't, OK, you'll get to love me. If not, then just go love somebody else.
0: That is a drop nope. the mic <laughs> moment. <laughs> So with that, we're going to move on to okay. something that's very popular, very popular Okay, let's, on on this podcast. Okay. It is all, it's the fishbowl. It's don't think, don't blink. You just reach in, whatever's in here, You just just whatever first comes to your mind. Okay. All right. Ooh, you got those nice nails. All, okay. right. all right. Don't that's hurt yourself. All right. There you go. What, what, does what does it say? What does it say? What does it say?
1: Oh, what's a song that brings back your happiest memories? Oh. Wow. The first song that came to my mind was Earth, Wind & Fire, Reasons.
0: The Reasons!
1: Yes. Mm. And that memory is of my brother and sister Mm. going off to... My brother and sister are seven to eight years older than me. Going off to an Earth, Wind & Fire concert. And my brother, who is deceased now, he's been deceased um, over 20 years, he could sing Reasons just like Philip Bailey.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And so... After he passed, whenever I heard that song, I would just mourn for him. But now when I hear it, I just think about who he was to me and what he meant to me. Um, And that is the happiest song memory that I have.
0: That's what my mama would call happy sorrow.
1: Yes, you know? yes, you know? I like and that you term. You know, it's true. Yes, it's like yes. you know,
0: it's you. You wish you were here with yes, with yes. you.
1: He's not, yes. but he
0: is cheering you on yes. from his heavenly back.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, and I, 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 wow, I love my brother so. When I think about him, I, I, I think about the joy that we had as siblings, and and who he meant, who he was to me, and what he meant to me. And I just loved Mm. him. Oh, I love my brother (laughs) so. Yes, but I don't cry. I cry because of the happy happy, memories, memories, mm -hmm. and I do miss him. But he just brings so much laughter to my heart. Yes,
0: and you do that for others. I remember a time that um, your son K.D. said they were getting whooped on the court. Yeah, and someone started laughing and looked up and you were on the big screen and you were just dancing you were just doing your <laughs> dance and you're and his teammates were like oh mom there's, there's your mom up there and you're and he was thinking, how can she be dancing when we're down by x amount of points and then he thought cuz she's saying Kevin look
1: where we are baby Yes, look where we yes. are let's enjoy life and they ended up winning the game by the way of course but and i i remember that moment i didn't even know he noticed that you know and i and, oh why that kind of warms my heart because it's just so much. We do so much as parents. Um, and why God blessed us to be here, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. And we think those little moments mean nothing, but they mean so much. Wow, I didn't even know he noticed. Because he, he never says that stuff to me, right? I'm th- so when I'm like, Kevin, you're supposed to let me know this. That makes me feel good as a mom, but it's just, wow, wow. Okay. Well, let me tell you. This moment with you
0: means everything.
1: Oh, Thank, thank you. you for sharing thank your you. something with us. Thank you for Manda having me. Durant. And I must say, I, I've, I've admired you oh. and I've watched you for years. And so mm-hmm. I just thank you for making us all proud. You do. You make us proud. You carry yourself so proudly as a black woman and, and it means so much to all of us. It really does. Thank you. Because I'm the daughter of Lawrence and Lucy Marion Roberts. Right. That's right. That's it. <laughs> that's but no, right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for you. having me. Thank you so Bless much.
0: You. My goodness. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more from Wanda Durant. Incredibly grateful for her opening up as she did. Incredibly inspiring. She is a force of nature. So the next episode is going to be Legendary. That's because the godmother of soul herself is coming to Everybody's Got Something. That's right, Miss Patty, Patty LaBelle. And she didn't come empty-handed either. You'll find out what we mean next week. In the meantime, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. So just leave us a review or a quick comment. Let us know how we're doing, what you like and what you don't like. And hey, while you're there, let us know about your something. We just might want to have you on one of our future episodes. You never know. As always, thanks to my podcast posse, John, Alex, Josh, Danielle, Rennie, and Jade. And, of course, my entire team at Rockin' Robin Productions, GMA, and ABC Radio that contribute to this podcast. For now, yep, I'm a hot mess, and yep, I'm still blessed. I'm Robin Roberts.
1: Everybody's got a little something. So remember to always be kind.